Same. I'm in business. Episode one: barbells, beards, and bullshit. Let's Here we go, go boys. So, just to tell you a bit about us, we are unapologetically masculine. We are the counterculture to the bullshit PC narrative and the wokeness that's going on in the Western world, especially in the UK. And we're some men's men. We like to drink beer. We like to fucking shift some timber. And uh, yeah, have some good fun. Sounds so, about right. Sounds well, about right. My yeah. name is Lewis. <laughs> and I'm, I'm Crash. Otherwise, no, Michael, but we'll go by Crash for this. Okay. I, I respond better to it. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, but, but yeah, obviously today, you know, just for uh, you guys to obviously get to know us a little bit more, we've, we've come up with some questions we want to ask each other. Obviously, I've known Lewis now for a couple of years. We met in Zanti, which I'll leave there for the time being. Um, <laughs> and, uh, we carried on then travelling after that. Nudge, nudge, <laughs> <wake up. laughs> um, and then yeah, no. So I've, I'm back in the UK at the moment. He's based over in Thailand. Um, obviously, wanting to just get yeah different opinions on things out. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 go through these questions. Hopefully, you guys get to know us a little bit better as well. And then uh, obviously from there on, as you know, name of the show speaks for itself. So you'll know what kind of topics are coming up in the future. All right. You know, no, you can't nah, get never Says exactly what it says on the tongue. So, I might just call this thing Ron Seal. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> so, right, what we'll do is that we'll, we'll, we'll go, we're going to go back to back with questions. Um, I'll let Lou kick us off and yeah, hopefully get to know us a bit more. I'm nervous for these questions. <laughs> okay, so we already established pre recording that some of these questions might not be. Suitable. So we're going to start with some vanilla ones and then we're going to work our way into the kind of juicier ones. Really get some that's bullshit. It, don't get offended. <laughs> so crash. Nah, that's it. Don't, hey, if you're easily offended, now's the time to tune out. Three, two, See one. Ya. See you later. <laughs> so, right, let's start with a nice vanilla one for you, man. Crash, where did you grow up? Oh, why you stolen my first question? So I grew up nah. in uh, <laughs> I grew I grew up in Leicester. Um, I grew up in Leicester for pretty much my entire childhood, and then obviously branched out from there and, and sort of moved around a little bit. Um, but yeah, Leicester, Leicester born and bred, home of the foxes. Um, what about what about you? Where where were you born and bred? I feel like I actually don't know. Shit. So for me, man, I was on. My dad was in the army, so I was an army brat. So we were moving here, there, and everywhere. So I actually lived all over the place. I mean, um, England, Scotland, Glasgow, Edinburgh, Ireland, Germany, multiple times. Um, yeah, and then eventually we settled. Uh, I went to high school on the Isle of Mull. If you ever heard of the kids' TV show Balamori? What's nah. the story of Balamori? Yeah. Are you joking? Coloured. Coloured houses, bro. I grew up in a pink house. That's wild to me. That is why. That's what turned you so manly. You know, having to see that every that's day. Like, oh, brother, <laughs> But look, I can't escape it. I've got these salmon walls, you know. That's what I would tell people. No, oh, my house is not pink. It's salmon. <laughs> nah, that's cap, though. That is our, fu- that's our first bullshit. <laughs> that's our first bullshit. I was not in a pink house, bro. Oh, Lord. But I did grow Easy. up in a fucking a TV show, basically a TV show set. Yeah, yeah that's wild, man. That's yeah. wild. I thought that place was um, in Denmark, actually, that coloured place. But yeah, listen, that's me all wrong. So, 
There you go. Right, go on over to you. What what else have you got for me? Curveball me. Okay. Who is your first love and what happened? Oh, oh this is a good story. <laughs> this is a very good oh, story, shit. actually. So, my first love was it's a girl called Esme. Um, she's from London. And it so happened that my mum made me go Esme's to... Esme's classy. Yeah, yeah, classy. And she is classy, I must say. Um, and my mum made me go to a Catholic retreat, somewhere called Walsingham. So, me being me as a kid... Uh, you will get to find out, was definitely not that kind of a guy. Now, I've turned, <laughs> <laughs> I've turned up with camping and that, and then they've got this little smoking area, and I've gone to sit in this smoking area, I've had enough, and this girl, she sat there, and she's like, she's like, you look like you're not enjoying it. I was like, listen, this is not my kind of place. And then she's popped up with like, a, I've got a little bottle of vodka. You know, should we just go and... Uh, go and get drunk so we've ended up going out of the camp anyway exploring we found like abandoned railways and bridges we're all sat there just getting smashed and then basically spent the rest of the time with her then ended up starting seeing her but i must have been like 15 16 so me going down to london to visit her every now and again was uh was hard to do with my uh income of nelt zero uh, and then how old were you bro that's about 15 15 when uh 15 when that happened and then Annoyingly, obviously seeing her for a, little, for, for a little while, which was wicked. And then I ended up having to go to America. Long story. Um, but uh, yeah, I got sent to a military camp by my parents because I was misbehaving to a level. And then uh, that's where that... Wait till they hear this story. Wait till you hear this shit. Yeah, so oh, that, that, that was how that ended there. But, um, but as it happens, we've still talked my entire life. I mean, we even spoke up until, like, yesterday, you know. So, yeah, yeah. And it ended up, actually, that when I'd gone, she ended up getting pregnant really young. Um, and literally, she was almost like my, she's almost, almost like my counsellor for every relationship I've been in since then. <laughs> nah, yeah. That's funny how that works, eh? Honestly, it's, it's, a, it's a wildness. And the whole circumstance of meeting her there was just, bad to me because it kind of actually i enjoyed the whole retreat <laughs> so, yeah yeah of course she made the retreat exactly that all right well listen i'm gonna jump in now let me just see what so i want to i almost want to go in a bit a bit more direct straight away but we'll, we'll keep it we'll, we'll keep it nice and vanilla to start with you know so <laughs> okay, okay. Let, let, let's go with um first of all well what was your childhood hobby or sport, or what was your go-to? Oh well, man. Starting out, I was a skateboarder. Ooh. I was a skater, bro. Yeah, for sure. So, so basically, <clears throat> at the age of ten is when I moved up to the this island where nobody skateboarded. But before that, I'd always lived in Edinburgh, Glasgow, a big city, and everyone skated. And man, even when I was like five, six years old, I'd get to go off to the skate park by myself with my friends and I loved it. So it was cool as fuck, man. You know, and all the, the original CKY stuff, Jackass, oh. all that, that whole movement, you know? Um, oh, yeah. So inspired. You know? That was and classic. And then I moved up to... Classic, Come on. If you didn't experience that, like, oh, you missed something, you know? You missed a lot. But then when I moved away out of the city, no one skateboarding. Everyone took the piss out of me for skateboarding. Everyone, bro. Everyone. And you just, there was nowhere to skateboard because there was nowhere fucking flat. Everyone was like crazy hills. 
crazy hill. So <laughs> that was it. And then I jumped ship and became a became a start playing football. So footy, yeah. the the go to essentially, isn't it? The when you're young, I swear. That's every young boy's thing, isn't it? They want to be a professional footballer. Well, hundred percent. But do you know what it is, though, actually, if you think about it, if you did become a professional footballer, you're set. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, as a kid, we didn't oh, yeah. even know that. We just loved it because it was fun. But if we actually stuck to it like it was a job, stuck bro. Stuck to it, bro. Here's, there's two things about that crash, right? There's two things about that. The first is that now that's a possibility. If you're a young kid and like you're the ages that we would have been, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, whatever, like, and you see you've got talent, it'll be nurtured, you know, and that is mm. a, a viable path. Um, whereas, like, I think options back then were maybe a bit more limited and also in school mate never on a month of Sundays would the school have been like oh aye professional football yeah good one good one yeah <laughs> no, they're never supporting that that's just true not, or at least not the school I went to man do you know what I mean nah but feel what, I, I feel like there. yeah but I feel like as well it's almost like you cl- the people that like that would just class it as a dream in inverted commas you know like something like oh no, yeah you want to be the best footballer in the world. All right, bring yourself back to earth. Whereas actually, you know, if you push, especially as kids, you, you probably get it. <laughs> to be Man, honest. You could like see if someone had just shown a bit of faith in you and been like, do you know what? You can actually do whatever you want. Instead of at school being like, eh, no, maths, English, science, PE, administration. Duh, 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 you know? Rubbish, bro. Do you know what? I did play professional football, so I can actually say... This. Yes. <laughs> well, do you know what? Do you know what, you motherfucker? You actually stole my third question, which was when did you get into sports and how? Because not only did you play professional football as a youngster, but you also played a racket sport. I did. I did. Well, do you know what? I'll just jump in, then I'll have two questions afterwards. We'll, we'll run with it. Yeah, we'll run with that's it. cool. That's so cool. I did football from young. I did football up until I did pretty much all my um, all my childhood. But when I got to about thirteen, fourteen. I was when I got scouted. I got scouted for Leicester, and that was from a sort of like a schools tournament where all the schools came together and they were playing together. And and yeah, I had somebody come along asking my my pops about me and and whatnot. And then I got into the academy, and then I did lots of training and tournaments. And then I, it's my knees, bro. So my knees are fucked. And I I I remember it so vividly the first time. So. Somebody's lobbed the ball over the top of me. I used to play striker, boom, the ball's coming over the top. I've gone to turn to get onto the ball and my stud's stuck in the ground and my knee just went snap as I've twisted. And that was me down, down for a long time. And then it happened again straight away when I came back. And then they, they noticed I had hypermob- hypermobility in my joints. So they dislocated really easily. Um, and they advised not playing football. <laughs> so... I, uh, I, I left my football, but then tennis, I took up tennis. I'd been kind of playing a little bit in the background as like a, like a hobby as well, kind of, I guess. But, um, but then, yeah, then I fully took up tennis full-time. Um, I started, ended up playing quite a lot full-time. I had to go, you know, like before studying school, like six in the morning, training for three hours, then in school and training afterwards. And um, I did a lot of tournaments and traveling. Yeah, I, I, I traveled to a lot of different places. I played in, uh, in Germany, Sweden, Denmark, um, France, Belgium. Whoa. I played all over, um, which was pretty cool. Um, but do you know what I love? You know what I used to love? <clears throat> the main thing I used to love about tennis was that because it's a solo sport, I didn't have to rely on anybody else. Mm. Which is sure. is the main thing that's annoying when you've got to sort of rely on other people and them doing well as well. Oh, you me, bro. And 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 then also with with tennis, with that, I love the fact that I was like the black sheep. 
So like I turn up in like my full blacked out tracksuit, hood down, eyes covered, headphones in, talk to nobody, and he had all these posh cunts. Oh yes, you know, my son's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and then they will be looking well, at me like Let me just interject here. If anyone is just listening, Crash is Jamaican. <laughs> so he's probably the first brother you ever see playing tennis. <laughs> I for real, for real, and I, and, and honestly, I just turn up thinking, yeah, all these lot just looking down on man, and then I just walk on the court and just slap their son, and I'd be like, yes. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, I used to love it, man. So yeah, football, football, and tennis were my two two things. But right, I'm gonna go on to you now. Right, cool. We, we're going to start. We're going to start spicing it up very shortly. I think I've got maybe two more questions that we can keep somewhat vanilla. So, okay, okay. Keeping it sort of young before we sort of grow a little piece. Uh, earliest childhood memory. Talk to me. What's your earliest or most vivid childhood memory, bro? <laughs> this is so bad. This is so bad, but so fucking funny, right? So my earliest childhood memory. I would have been living in Germany, and it, it would have been uh, so my. I've got a brother that's 10 years older and I've got a sister that's eight years older. And I would have only been about four years old at the time, okay? Maybe mm. like three, four. And it's a Sunday morning and I'm lying in bed with my mum and dad, right? And we're all reading our book. And I'm just fucking, I'm wee, right? And I hear my brother and sister in the living room making an absolute racket. And mum and dad are like, what are they up to? What are they doing? I says, right, I'll go and sort them out. So here's me marching down towards the fucking living room walk past the, the cupboard in the hall that my dad keeps his golf clubs pulls out a nine iron <laughs> go in and my, walk open the door in the living room my big sister is like she's going crazy being so loud I swing this nine iron back smash the glass chandelier and I absolutely clap my sister in the head with it she starts screaming bro screaming Instant massive egg on her head, and I calm as you like, like the little psycho I am. Walk down the hall, put the nine iron back on my dad's golf clubs, walk back, jump into bed with my mum and dad. They hear Claire screaming hysterically, What the fuck? What just happened? What just happened? They go in, glass everywhere, Claire's looking like she's a fucking alien. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, yeah, that's man. probably one of the earliest ones, mate. That's one that gets told quite a lot. And I think that probably says a lot about, about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I'm sure I'm sure we'll diverse more of your background there, you little menace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's a, that's a mad one. That is a mad memory, bro. That, that is, is a mad, a mad memory. Well, so, I mean, yeah, look, that... Uh... No, go on, go on. Nah, I don't even know, man. I don't even know what that just says about me and my psychology. <laughs> At three or four years old, thinking a nine iron is the way. <laughs> oh my oh. gosh! Well, I mean, look, I'm gonna yeah, jump in with another one now. With around right. something a bit more more recent. So, well, people won't know. Both of us, we love our tattoos. All right. So, I want to know which one is your favourite and why. Wow. So, I have a lot of big pieces but they're it's not that they don't mean anything to me because they definitely do but i'd say the most meaningful is just a little one that i have on the inside of my left ankle that me and my brother share my brother like i said he's 10 years older than me he got me into fitness he was in the army uh, he was an mma fighter personal trainer like he started me lifting weights and on the fitness journey early so we've got a little kettlebell with the number one in the middle because we we're both born in january so 
That's oh, definitely sick. the most meaningful, man. Yeah, for sure. Well, but oh, that actually like, makes man, sense. You've got a lot, bro, and you got a lot of nice, meaningful ones. I've got, I, I, do you know what I say? Meaningful. Some of them are meaningful, but I'm I'm always temporary, bro. I decide mine on the day, and then I get them. I don't yeah. I don't plan nothing. I don't. I, really, I, I like to just do things <laughs> improv. <laughs> Temporary, but some of the most permanent shit you can do. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That that was that was me. That, that that's that's it. still me. You know, that's still me. I love it. Uh, but I don't know the the one that I like the most. That's a very good question. You know. Oh. To be honest, I think just the crash one on the inside of my arm. You know, just that that one's a memory. That because that one that one's actually like it's, it wasn't planned. I walked into, oh my god, it was like some proper council estate fucking sleaze ends. And I walked in and it's this girl's nan, proper old timer, you know, doing it with an old school tattoo gun. And she was like, oh, I'm just going to do a little... the girl's nan done it? Yeah, bro, she was road. She was a road star nan, let me tell you, road star. (laughs) And, And I was like... Cool, we'll, we'll do something. And then everyone called me Crash, and that was my nickname. And I was only 16, and I was like, fuck it, let me get Crash written down the inside of my arm um, in big old English. <laughs> so that, that one there is probably the one that I like the most because it's me, you know? Like, that, that's, that sums me yeah, up. I'm very yeah. spontaneous, random tats, and get your nickname on you because why the fuck not? <laughs> why the fuck not, bro? My favourite of yours, keeping with that theme, is your, the Crash Bandicoot, the fucking yes. uh, the mask on the neck. Oh, the African mask on the neck. Oh, yeah, man. I'm a big fan, bro. That one, actually, I love now. But, I mean, that's kind of more recent. So, I've got to go with the classical. Yeah, man. Right, over to you, big man. Over to you. Yeah, big man. Right. Okay, well, I guess you kind of just answered a bit of this. But this kind of is alluding to far more of of, uh, some, some, some proper madness. So, what's the maddest shit you or a friend of yours... Uh, dead as use. Oh my god. Okay, okay. Without okay. incriminating I've, I've... anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <sighs> I, right, okay. Can't think of anything non criminal, so we're gonna have to go with criminal. <laughs> so. <laughs> the, the craziest thing I've done, which I did actually get done for essentially at the end of it was we got really smashed. I was living in a hostel at this point um, and we decided to kind of, we were just on a bit of a mad one, bro, like stealing things and, and messing about. But um, we decided to go out one night and I've, um, I've taken a little a little chrome rounders bat with me and the entire way into town, which bearing in mind is probably a half an hour, 40 minute walk, I was slapped off nearly every single wing mirror with this bat I didn't that I know that was coming. every single car. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then we tried the door handles on every single car, bro, and the amount that were left open was insane. And we were just taking... It wasn't even yeah. like we wanted anything, bro. I was just like, we're just taking CDs and playing Frisbee with them and things like that because it was back in yeah. the day. You know, dial just up being radio a menace. And just to be yeah, a menace, yeah, yeah. bro. And that, I thought that was wild because now I think about it, I'm like, the amount of streets I walked down, the amount of wing mirrors I took off was actually insane. I got done for maybe like 14 counts of criminal damage off the back end of that. Wow. But it was, yeah, in one, in one setting. But yeah, that was a bit wild. That was a little bit wild. From off the top of my head, that's probably one of the wildest 
things. I like that. I like. That. I mean, that's in situations, <laughs> but actually doing, yeah, that's that's got to be doing. <laughs> uh, that's what, that's so classic. No, that's some classic childish shit, isn't it, man? You just yeah. cause a menace, cause destruction. You're like, fuck it, let's go, man. Then I'm like, yo, listen, you really just feel like undefeatable, and you're just like, yeah, man, I could do anything, you know, and it's, you know, that's. That's where it ends up anyway. <laughs> and I will do anything. That's the most... <laughs> yeah. That's the attitude. I will do anything. Yeah, that's the, that's the bad yeah, one, bro. Yeah, man. Right, well, I'm going to come back with you with another question, big man. Sorry. Yeah, go on. Because you know that this is barbells, beards and bullshit. And so far, a lot of bullshit. <laughs> but taking it straight back to barbells, classic question everyone gets asked. How much you bench? Oh, on a good day, really Oof. good day, 150. 150, oh, but we keep... So that shoulder's fucking strong. I know, bro. His shoulders and his arms are coming <laughs> off. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, bench, benching 150. But you know what it is? At the moment, I'm kind of just chilling it at the moment on a 120 building phase. 120's trying to get up to a 10 for 120's before I start moving, moving Some anymore. Some big boy numbers. Some big boy numbers, mate. But what about you, bro? What, what, what are you benching, bro? Come on. Ah, the same, bro. Like a one, a one sixty, one sixty for five push. Bomber clot, <laughs> Lord of mercy, bro. For sure, for sure. Deck. You, you're training for strongman. Three plates. <laughs> you got to hit that three plates to be in the big boy club, though. Do you know? Yeah, hundred percent, bro. The three plates. I think it's almost like a rite of passage. That's yeah. it. That's it. Completely. Yeah, do you remember man. the day that you hit those three plates for the first time? I do, I do, I do, mate. Um, oh. That was some wild shit. I felt like a big boy. And to be fair, I was a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, do you know what? I'm going to throw out there because one of my questions is actually, what is your favourite gym day slash exercise? Wow. I was thinking about this today, you know. Without a shadow of a doubt, shoulders. Got to be shoulders oh, all yeah. day. And yeah, yeah, I'm a shoulder guy. And and te- bro, cable lateral race or or, or no, a lion crucifix. Oh, know, the like lion the crucifix. Cuff, cuff, ah. yeah, cuff laterals. Best cuff shoulder me. exercise in my opinion as well. Best shoulder exercise. I love it 100%. more than any other. Hundred percent. And like yeah, that pump, the resistance profile from the cables. You know, being in place, so you're you're nice and solid, sitting there, so there's no swing, no momentum. It's just all, just all that medial belt. Just yeah, I love that, and I love the fact that when you get to like the top, you can almost like shrug it out to get some real trap yes. activation. Oh, that's it. Get that whole yeah. thing popping. Then as soon as you come off, get stretching it out. Oh, street sharking. Oh, beautiful, and then. You know, you feel, like, you feel like I can't look left and right properly for the rest of the day. We love that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Walking like a robot. You're like a Zoolander. you got to turn left and turn right <laughs> all the way around. Bro, I'll be, doing, I'll be doing the Zoolander look every time I finish the set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Blue Steeler, who saw me? Who saw me? <laughs> who saw that? Did you see that? <laughs> I know you saw that. Oh, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. And... Yeah. All right, listen. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna carry. I'm gonna take the next one as well. So Sorry. I'm gonna move into some more. Actually, you know, I've got I've got a couple more for you. I got a couple more. So first and foremost, we will go for because obviously you're in Thailand. I want to know the favorite place that you've ever visited in the world, bro. What What is your favorite place? Why? 
Hmm, that's such a question, eh? That's a hard one. That's that's a real hard one. Uh hmm. Because obviously you spent a lot of time in Turkey as well. Yeah, yeah, Turkey. So I was in Turkey for five months before coming to Thailand. So I've been here for three months. I was in Greece for for four months yeah, before yeah. that. Um, I've lived in Greece three times, uh, three separate occasions. I lived in Spain for two years. I guess I didn't really allude earlier on. Like I said about playing football and skateboarding, I played rugby at a very substantial level. I played seasons <laughs> abroad, etc., etc. Oh, sick. So, yeah. So I, I spent two seasons in Valencia in Spain Ooh. and like see when I went out there bro I went out there after like uh, winter on the Isle of Mull okay cold dark like cold like miserable Scotland yeah. come on it's the north of Scotland yeah. right to go to go to Valencia and this place looks like fucking Miami bro like just pristine palm trees like clean as fuck like Ah, so I couldn't believe it when I moved there and I was living there I was like I'm a baller man I'm pretty much in Miami do you know? How old, how old, how old uh, were you? How old were you when you went there? I would have been 2014, I think. 13 or 14. So, what was 22, 23? Okay, yeah, that's a good age yeah, to go as well. Because at least you can still do things that you'd want to do at the same time as playing rugby. That's it, bro. Exactly, exactly. And just, like, uh, the way of life out there was just crazy. Like, the Spanish know how to do it, man. Take a nap during the middle of the day. Split your working day up into morning and night. You know? Like, they do this, uh, they call it a botellon, where it's just looks like a party in the street before you actually go to a club. It's just like, it's, I don't know if you know this, but you can't drink in the street in Scotland and you can only buy alcohol from 10 a.m. till 10 p.m., right? In oh. Spain, buy alcohol whenever you want, drink on the street, big-ass fucking parties, like, you know, and everyone was about it. You move out there, fucking weed's five euros a gram, like, it's, there's the, this place oh, is crazy. And, and oh, at the time, God. at the time when I moved out there, you were getting nearly three pounds to the euro. Like, two and a half, three oh, pounds to the euro. Shit. I was living like a dawn, bro. I was living like a dawn. <laughs> I remember <laughs> so, those, that, that throws me back to, like, kids' holidays. Remember, we, I used to go with my family, they'd get all the cash and they'd change it over, and you're like, yo, we're balling for the next week, bro. <laughs> Silly. Silly. Literally. I love that. It actually oh. seems like another lifetime ago to think that the pound was ever that strong against the yeah. euro. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, like, you go now and I'm almost... I lo- bro, if you go to the wrong place, you're losing out. That's just, Easy. Cr- fucking Easy. crazy, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, fuck, fuck the UK, yeah, man. man. So that's funny <laughs> that you asked me that because my, my next one for you was you travel a lot. What's the coolest place you've been? Uh-huh. Ah, <laughs> Well, as you will uh, probably know, my favourite place now by all lengths of stretch is Bali. Without yeah, any if, buts, maybes, questions. And if people, if you'd ask, you ask me why, I could say it is, it's the type of people over there, bro. Like, I'm quite a people person. And also with like, the climate, the types of people, because everybody's travelling out there, everybody wants to live that lifestyle. So they're all grafting. They're all working really hard. They're yeah, all connected. Yeah. They all have different backgrounds. They're all doing different little niche jobs. And it gives you so much different inspiration, different character settings. You know, you blend into different groups, talk to people you would never do at home. And I love the fact that everybody comes together and everybody's just so happy with life, bro. Because... You know, over there, there are no qualms. You haven't got things to, to stress out about. You know, the, it's so cheap. You know, you're buying a full English for a pound. You know, I'm eating my steak for three quid. And, and I'm, I'm sat there like a king, bro, like you in Valencia. Like, listen, listen. I'm out here. I'm enjoying it. I've got good people. 
you know, I'm, not, I'm surrounded by models, OnlyFans girls, porn stars, fucking, you know, it's just dumb. And I'm there like, yo, little old crashy from, from Leicester's <laughs> outside, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, it was it was it was a movie it was a movie from start to finish and yeah i would mm. advise anybody because i know it's like the place to go and i'd advise anybody if you're thinking of going just just go because it's it's just it, it opens your mind up it opens your mind up to so many different things in life but i think people get caught up a lot on that which i'm sure we'll cover at some point it's like the the yeah. uk culture especially if you're from here you'll understand you know right cool we go to school we get a nine to fucking five i'll get an ugly missus who's not happy but i'll get her pregnant and then get a mortgage and then i'm gonna raise kids <laughs> i'm doing the school run before you know it and that's it i'm done now because you know, the government don't really do anything. They don't help us. Yeah, that's it. I'm done out here now. We're going to go on a family holiday to fucking Tenerife once a year. Uh, no, there's absolutely not going to happen. Don't get me wrong, I've got a son. You know what I'm saying? I've got a son. Um, but obviously prioritising travelling backwards and forwards to make sure he's still seen and cared for and, and speak to him and, and everything is, is important. But, you know, to be grounded in that kind of a lifestyle where you locked into like mortgages and debt and pff, not, not for me. It's old, bro. It's an old dying way. But also, just to add to this, man, if you don't believe what Crash is saying about rubbish shoulders with porn stars, OnlyFans models, you used to, fuck, the crazy shit you can think of. At Crash the Scenery, Instagram, go check that shit out. <laughs> this man is not, not lying, bro. That's some real ah, shit. Ah, man. We're trying to, trying to live out here, man. We're trying to live. And actually, speaking of which, life. yeah, I want to flip it back, actually back to you a little bit because... Obviously, you know, with your traveling and things, we can go into a little bit of almost my background at some point, but your background as well, you know, with what you do at the moment. I, I know you shouted out mine, obviously, Lewis Watt Fitness. Uh, go, obviously, follow that one as well. But, um, but I'm sure you can explain a little bit more to us of, uh, of what you do because we quite overlap in our job roles, so we can, uh, we can explain. Yeah, no, absolutely. So for myself, I've, after six years of being a personal trainer and then COVID hitting and just crippling the gyms, um, and crippling anyone that worked in a gym, there was no choice but to get online with coaching. Um, and even then, I was resistant to it. Actually, you know what, that was 2020. I actually didn't start my online coaching business till December of last year. So what, that's 22? I don't know, 21. Yeah. December 21? No, not 22. I don't know, I'm really bad with maths and a short-term memory from smoking too much weed, evidently. But, <laughs> but, uh, 15, Me and you both. 15 months. Yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> 15 months, man, um, and then five, five months later, after setting up my online business, I left to be a, a digital nomad, as the kids say these days. And yeah, fucking, that is what I'm about. It is my passion, it is my life. I live and breathe it. I love the lifestyle. I'm all about it, you know? I'm all about fitness, finance, family, becoming the best version of yourself, personal development. There's nothing better than, than living your dream, making yourself happy, making yourself proud every day, and that's what I'm about, man. 100%. Do you know what? The guys that it's all about on the outside, I actually manage online coaches, so I'm an online coach manager. Um, and I help so, scale and grow online coaching businesses. Um, I've done a lot of a lot of quite big celebrities and, and influencers and things. And actually, your growth has been fucking phenomenal, bro. I mean, guys, you, you really should go crazy. check it out. Honestly, the content, the content that's coming through, you need that motivation, that pep talk. You need that, you know, that, that mental grind time. Go give him a follow. You'll you'll get that all from him. Um, definitely advise that. Honestly, you come in leaps and bounds, bro. 
leaps and bounds. Yeah, it's cut. It's like this. It is that whole compound effect. I know it might sound a bit cliche to say, but like you know, just being consistent with what you're doing, little by little, and it all adds up. And then you kind of hit this flow and this groove of finding your own thing. And like, ah, I'm into this. You know, it feels less like a creation and more like documentation. And, yeah. Um, that's what it's all about. I, I'm basically yeah documenting my life of what I'm doing, but <clears throat> documenting my life in the way of not being like, look at me. I'm an influencer. <laughs> I'm in Southeast Asia. More like being like, I want to help people that are fucking fucked up. I was fucked up for so much of my life. I'm still fucked up, but like I was really fucked up for a lot of my life. You know, like like we all yeah. are. Like we've all got demons and we've all got issues that we need to work out. And like I was a fat little fuck as a kid, man. Do you know, so like I just wanted to fuck girls and girls wouldn't look at me, man. So I had to get in shape. And now I got in shape, I've cured my pain. That's what I try to do with other people. So, yeah. It's cool, Love man. That. It's rewarding. Yeah, it's life. Man, so we're rewarding. We're lucky boys, bro. We're lucky. 100 million percent, bro. A million percent. Yeah, well, look, do, do you want to take one up or shall I? Because I'm about to take it into the grey area, so... Oh, we're going grey. <laughs> well, I've got one more. I've got one more vanilla one. Go on, send it. Before we go then, because then there's no going back, I, I feel. Uh, where did where did the family shop as a child? Where did you guys fucking do your food shop? Oh, yeah. Basket. Bro, <laughs> you're going to remember this. Safeway. Yeah. Oh, that's what my old show. Bro, Safeway. It was Safeway, bro. The oh, entire me. kids thing was oh, Safeway. Yes. That was it. God, that yes. was a, I remember the logo that's that I see that little red Safeway thing across. <laughs> that's oh it, mate. God. Easy. Safeway. No, Safeway was it. Know that. Nah, bro, no, that's, that's old school. That. That, that's old school. And also, I remember yeah. it vividly because honestly, at that t- point in time, so my mum was a fashion buyer for Gucci, so she was always out the country. She was always at fashion shows in different right. parts of the world. So I was with like my stepdad, and my stepdad can't cook for shit still to this day. So it was, we go there <laughs> just to pick up pasta frozen veg and already cooked ham slices. Mama just chopped the little bits of ham, mixed the frozen veg no. in the fucking pasta no. every single day. <laughs> every day. It's just honestly scarred. Disgusting, bro. bro. No flavourings, no yeah, like pesto, that's... no tomato sauce. We're talking dry pasta no. and frozen veg. Microwaved. Not even boiled, no microwaved. Garlic, no chopping an onion. No, 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 no. My dad's English as they come, man. The, the seasoning's not in his blood. <laughs> That was a good question. I like that one. Right. Okay. Okay. Listen. I want. I want to take it into this grey area. Um. So, because I'm aware we've got about 25 minutes left on here, so we're gonna go into this grey area, bro. All right. It, it's that time. So, Joe, you know I've got some interesting ones as well, but we'll go for actually scariest moment of your life so far. I feel like you will have an experience where you're a bit like, fuck, this could be it here. I mean, I know I have, so I'm reckon. Mm-hmm.
Oh shit. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. We need those little lessons, bro. <laughs> definitely. A hundred percent because he's obviously got a silver tongue, or he's just a faggot. And when I say faggot, I don't necessarily mean just straight up gay, I mean, he's just got a pussy old heart. So, <laughs> bitch made, I love that phrase. Yeah, hundred percent wet wipe. That's what we call him wet wipe, bruv. <laughs> oh, god, oh, never that. God, right, you over to you. Uh, so it's kind of what got me out of the game was um, was a, an incident that I had where so when I was doing what I used to do uh, I used to do it in a partnership with my best friend who passed away his name's Faz um, but me and him <clears throat> basically we'd done some business with some uh, some boys from Brum um, may have heard of the Burger Boys may have heard of them um, but Faz basically had done a little bit of business with them. Um, they taken some of their money to to combine for something, um, and he'd spent that money on our rent because he hadn't got it to hand, and the landlord had come round. Now, the, where, what we were supposed to get to share with these guys then ended up not coming through. So then we've got half the peas, but we've got no product, right? And then they've come back like, "Don't worry, we'll take our money back and go and get it elsewhere." But the money's not there to give them back. Okay, so. This is where they got a bit booky. So we used to live in like a, a top floor of a three, like three floor apartment. Uh, one way in, one way out. No, no, no other way. So, boom, we've realised that it's going to kick off now. I'm looking out the window. I'm keeping an eye. He's, he's doing things in and outs. And three cars pulled up on the front. Uh, about seven men jumped out. All ballied up. Kicked our side little gate through. Boom, up the stairs. We know, it, we know what's coming. There's no way out. Do you know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> I've kind of let them in. Now... We've worked with these guys before, for a while, so, you know, to, to a degree, especially with a couple of them, I'm really cool. You know, I, I, I set up the connection, so I kind of almost, like, felt like it's on my head. But they haven't seen it like that because I know them. So they've gone straight for Faz now. They've, they've whipped out the shotty. They've got the shotty there. One guy's got the 9 mil. Another guy's got a bat. They've got a machete in that, and they've put Faz in the bathroom. And they've sat him down in the bathtub, right? And then they've grabbed me, put me in the bedroom. 
So I can hear them doing things to Faz, right? They must be, you know, punching them up, this and that. Maybe a little gun butt, this, that. But then they've come into me and they've gone, <clears throat> and the guy there with the shot, and he's like, right, what's happened, Crash? Because, you know, look, we trust you. We know you. We, you. We've always done good business. You know, it's never been any kind of issues. But we're saying that this guy needs to come off the road today. Otherwise, we're going to do him. And you, if you want to continue to work with him, we're going to do you too. So I'm stuck now. So I'm like, listen, my loyalties lie with my, with my boy. Do you know what I'm saying? So I've said, you know, look, I can't turn my back on him. That's my boy. And this is genuinely what I said. I said, look, he's, he's my boy. You know, we've gone through so much together, yo. I can't just say that I'm going to drop him on his ass and, and do that because I, I can't do that as a per Like, I can't do that. I said, and they were like, cool. And in the end, they took it and they were like, we respect that, yo, Crash. But listen, we're snapping his SIM card. He can't ever do business again. And if we find out that he is doing business, then we're going to come back. And then it was then that we still, we carried on doing business, bro. And, uh, and actually one night, uh, maybe if it was probably a few months down the line, they found out again. And I mean, that one was scary. But then I'd happened to have just gone out to go link something. And I get a phone call about 20 minutes later. Four managers ran in the yard. They've just shot a hole in the fridge. They've stabbed my boy coat. They've, um, they're looking for everything. But nothing was there. I had it all with me and I'd just gone out. So I was so luckily blessed, bro. I was so luckily... I happened to be out at the time. It was just a blessing and it kind of was a bit of a an eye-opener as to, yo, this, this, this can happen to me and I'm very intelligent compared to a lot of the people I'm around. So let me, re let me think about what I'm doing. And, and that was almost... That was actually a turning point when I was about 22, 23. And actually... Yeah, and that's when I took up my... Well, actually, was, I was just done a year of my PT course at the same time. So I was kind of juggling bits from bits, trying to be legit with this and doing this. So then I just took everything off, finished my PT course in the end. So again, a lesson that was fucking good for me in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And, I, and I, even like obviously my best mate now, he carried on, but you know he was he was still niffing things and whatever. And then he had an asthma attack and didn't find his inhaler and the amount of damage done to our bodies from all the partying or whatever. He don't. That was it. You know, took his life. So yeah, glad glad I made the breakaway, bro. Not at all. Right. I've got... For real, that's all we were doing, bro. But listen, no, let me jump in. I'm, I'm, I want to jump in. I know you want to jump in, but I've, I want to really up the, up the ante real quick. All right? <laughs> Okie dokie. So we're going to go with this. What is the most bizarre hookup you've ever had where maybe you thought you were in above your pay grade? Because I know you're a bit wild, bro. So I just imagine that you've had some some wild experiences if we're going, uh, you know, into that grey area. <laughs> no, we're talking females here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 
lot of mercy. <laughs> oh, they love it. They love it. And sign can I sign up for this? Is it like I, I, <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, she just melted. <laughs> oh, real recognized real barbells. <laughs> That's it, man. Okay. Oh, you fighter. Wow. Do you know what? It'll have to be Elon Musk, number one. I'd, I'd, I'd have an Elon Musk conversation because, yeah, I just think it'd be hella useful. Um, I'd have an Andrew Tate conversation because I think that would be really interesting as well. Yeah, I think that'd be interesting. Um, and then, hmm, who would I guess is a, a good role model for me? Um, hmm... Good question. That. Do you know what? I would. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, do you know what? Oh, oh a bird. Oh, I, I know who else I would normally throw in there. But if we're gonna throw a bird in, then <laughs> listen. Pff, sit me across the table from Scarlett Johansson, then, because uh, I want. I want to know. I want to know if she actually knows all that, like martial arts from Hannah or Anna or whatever it is, and all of this and that. Oh, bro. The Black Widow. Yo, listen, put me, put me in, put me with her, bro. 
and and I'll be happy. Yeah, that's a good point. What about you? If you've thought of this question, who would the three be for you? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, fuck. You've just made me think of the other person who I would take, but yeah, go on. Yeah. even a spinball that ball just came from the sky yeah that's that's controversial bruv almost literally <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I feel that I hear that yeah yeah It was tricky for me to think of a of a of a girl. Mm. I don't know, like heroin wise, yeah. I mean, like an actual a female sort of hero kind of thing. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Ah, oh, mate, listen. I can guarantee, no matter our intelligence, she'll rip into us in ways that we would not be ready for. Annoyingly. Annoyingly. All right, right. Listen, here we go. Here, here we go. Right. This is this is a a random one. I would love to hear two experiences you'd love to relive. Yeah, that's that's a great shout. Fair. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, bro. Honestly, do you know what? I'm gonna go there this year as well, just because. Why not? <laughs> Honestly, it's my. It's, it, I put it up there as one of my favourite places in the world. It's it's just it's just beautiful, bro, and it's just 
Ach. Yeah, Greece is, Greece is phenomenal, bro. I love it. Oh, beautiful. I'm going there for my birthday this year, 100%. So I'll, I'll be there for my birthday week at least. Right, Gordon, uh, do you want to... I'll hand this one over to you for a sec. Go on. Oh, uh, right. I can tell you straight up. There's no qualms. I'd have. I do. I, nah, nah, we don't mess with food, bro. I'm a food man. Right, I'm going straight in with a massive bowl of probably hot chicken noodles with chicken chorizo and two cracked eggs into it with some melted cheddar. Listen, I want a massive bowl of that. It's like my favourite go-to bulking meal or meal in general. Like, I... Ah, oh, mate, it's just... Yes. Yeah. Fucking yeah, it was. <laughs> that that there is that's my favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I'm I'm lactose intolerant, so I like to live on the edge a little bit. A little bit of cheese, you know, make sure the stomach's just a little bit. <laughs> it's one of them, you know. If you're around me at the time afterwards, that's on you. That's not on me. You know, I was just enjoying my food. <laughs> All right. Oh, you. Bro, I just want a giant bowl of that, bro. Give... That's all I want. Bomba. That sounds wild. Bro, that sounds wild, bro. My whole imagination sideways now. That sounds wild, bro. Oh, my life. <laughs> you, might as well, you might as well kill me now. It's not even worth the chef drawing that one up, bro. Honestly, I thought, just send him to the gulag, bruv, now. <laughs> oh, no. All right, cool. I'm going to come in with, a, with another little random curveballer. All right, so if you were to manifest yourself as a spirit animal, what animal would you be and why, bro? God, so you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That is a great analogy. <laughs> As you should. As you should, sir. No, that makes that makes the most sense. <sighs> bro, I'm a black I'm a Black Panther, bro. Straight up. I'm a straight up always always not necessarily even the racial side of things there but it's more so i'm 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 king of the big cats do you know what i'm saying i'm 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 that guy i'm in the jungle outside in the on the branches waiting you know i'm that quiet guy in the background that nobody notices and then if something goes off i'm the biggest guy in the room that's 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 me yeah yeah i like that Yeah, that's it, man. That's what I'd like to. I'd like to think. <laughs> yeah, right, God, have you got you got over over to you? Cause I got a next one. Okay. Bomberclat. <laughs> oh. I'd batter a hundred baby-sized elephants. <laughs> Let me tell you, I would. I was just thinking about it there. I was like, yeah, but listen, if this motherfucker puts one step on me, yo, or one punch, I'm done. And, it, and also, what if he can move quick? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's fine. That's that. It might be semi-retarded, bro. But babies semi-retardedly randomly swing their arms around. If one of those hits me, yeah, and they can move at the baby speed, I'm done. Whereas, like those little babies, I'm I've got Johnny Wilkinson in mind, and I'm spot kicking every single one of them as far as I can see, bro. I'll work my way through it, line them up, rack them up, bro. I'll go for that fucking that nine that nine drive that you had as a kid, and I right line them up. <laughs> I was like teeing off, <laughs> but <laughs> I reckon I'd survive that one. I don't know about the other one, bro. I couldn't get the other one down, but yeah, man, that was a good that's a good one. Nah, bro, there's absolutely no way I'm, I'm not getting up quick enough to, to launch at least five of them in one go, bro. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's going to be like one of those anime movies where like everybody just dives on top of someone and then all of a sudden it's just like, so Hulk smash! You see everything flying out in different directions and I'm just stood in the middle like, listen, wipe my fucking shoulders off, bitch. <laughs> all right, here we go. If, this, is a, this is a random one and you might not even actually want to even do this, but... If you could restart life from any point, where would it be? With your let's say let's take it with with your knowledge that you have now, where what what age or what era, what time would you like to restart? If you wanted to. Hmm. Mm. 
Exactly. All right, now fair enough. Um, <laughs> I would. I, do you know what it is? Actually, in all fairness, I would probably take myself back to the beginning of COVID. Actually. Because I like all my life experiences that I've had and, and they've, they've made me who I am. But I go back to the beginning of COVID with the knowledge that I had now and have got straight into my um, managing coaches freelance straight away instead of working for a company. Because that was the time where everything just went absolutely wild. And obviously I made a lot of money from it. And if I'd have done freelance from the get go, I'd have been, yeah, I'd have been right now. I mean, I'm doing all right, but like, right, I, yeah, I'd have been done already. I'd have retired Chilling, 100%. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Oh, I do. I do. It's called White Eyes Clothing. White Eyes the Label. Do you know what it is? It's funny, me and my, me and my Alex, we always just go, White Eyes the Label. <laughs> I don't know, man. In the future, there's going to be an advert and that's going to be the sound over, right? So... Yeah, yeah, I do a little, do a little clothing thing, and it's just um, basically, obviously, white eyes kind of says it in the name, but all that little anime characters all got the same sort of fire white eyes, and then they change, and I design characters based on the the countries, the cultures, the people I've met, and the experiences that I've had, and make it something that's actually relatable to people in regards to like different communities around the world, not just you know certain places, certain people. So I did it for my first range, like a ninja range. And the ninja range was more so because I'd just broken up with my ex-missus and then obviously I was going to just go travelling and whatnot. So I was like, listen, I'm going to move like a ninja. I'm just going to be in and out of different places. I'll just do a little ninja line. So I did that. And then obviously fitness did the, the weightlifting line as well. And then I've got a Zanti line that I haven't done yet. But uh, I've kind of uh, converted that to more of like a travel one. So that one's just an all-round general travel because... Then I've still got loads of um, I've got loads of like designs already done for places like Bali, um, Dubai. I've got ones for there as well. Haven't got one for Turkey yet, um, but I've got Greece. So yeah, that that is uh, the theme of it. And um, at the moment, I've just been I've just basically got it reset back up actually with um, with new suppliers. So and and that's like my pastime. Like it's a, it's a great hobby. I love clothes. I love fashion. But yeah. Uh, you're too kind, my brother. Yeah, so it's um, it's white underscore eyes underscore clothing on Instagram, um, and yeah, everything everything's on there. The shops on there, and um, so you go obviously check it out, and well, obviously more pieces to come at the moment. Um, been quite busy with with the management side of things. Obviously, wanted to get this up and running as well. So, yeah, definitely something to more focus on. Obviously, I'm, I didn't say, but I'm thinking of going over to Australia. Um, well, to you first, then Australia way at the end of next month. So once we're back traveling, we're back with more designs, baby. 
Oh, I like that. Maybe that should be a slogan. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Right, have you, have you got any more questions then? I've got one for you. Okay, I've got, I've got one for you. Yeah, last one. What is, without a doubt... <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna throw you under the bus, bruv. So, well, <laughs> what is the craziest thing you've ever said yes and gone through with doing? Oh, actually, what's no? Here we go. Sorry, rephrase that because I remember I rephrased it. What is the craziest thing that you've done as a dare? <laughs> yeah no do you know what do you know what i i completely hear that and i know this you know what guys i'm just gonna I'm, i yeah, i was about to say i'm gonna i'm gonna throw you with an experience i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna throw this one out there so when i first met louis zanti it was in uh, maybe the first week of seeing him we, we were absolutely cool we all, obviously, we, we got along like a house on fire, so we're, we're getting along. But then one night out, I've seen him walking towards me, and his brothers looked at me, and it was blatant from the get-go. The man had no idea who I was. Like, he, like you knew me, but you were not even looking. You, you were, like, glazed over like I was not there. Like, I was not a thing. I was, like, every other thing in your vision. And I'm like, yo, Lou, and he was just like... You just kind of looked at me kind of sideways, but almost looked through me and then carried on walking. And I was like, shit, goddamn, I'm not, I'm not saying nothing. I'm just going to allow it. You, 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 honestly, you were just looking, you were just looking wild, bro. <laughs> and do you know what it was? Yeah, that was definitely a blackout. And that was the same day. Do you remember the, that Albanian kid got stabbed through his hand? It was around that day there. That wildness. <laughs> but do you remember that was wild? You did his hand up with a cigarette. <sighs> with a lighter. Oh, my God. That's... Yeah, bro. Oh, my God. Couldn't go to the hospital, so we're going to do it up with a fucking lighter. Right, we'll save that story for a next one. <laughs> I don't know, like... Go on, go on. Explain it. Well, listen, I think that's a great, yeah, great place to, great place to, to wrap things up there, I think. Obviously, you guys, you know, I hope you've enjoyed uh, getting to know us a little bit more. Um, obviously, just a little intro. Oh, God.
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've got, we've got to throw in the Elfie portion. We've got a few people that are going to come on a feature as well where we can talk a little bit more shit. But, um, but in general, you know, the, the whole gist of this is really because we come from such ridiculous backgrounds. If we were to explain our life stories to people, they just wouldn't believe it. So to actually take all of that experiences and obviously our experience in the whole fitness industry in general... And be able to give that to you guys, for you guys to be able to take bits from it, to learn, to take advice, to, you know, there might be people out there that want to build, help learn how to build their online coaching businesses and how to utilize platforms and, you know, algorithms and social media. Then just, you know, you can fire us all in questions and we'll be able to go through all those things. You know, as I say, we've been in the industry between us for 20, 25, 30 years, you know. So, yeah, but I hope you've all in, uh, enjoyed the, the first episode, though. And... Uh, Anything else from you, my bro? Yeah, 100%. Wicked. Well, cheers, guys, and that's it for this episode. See you in the next one.